choose you. Be cool, baby. Okay. Hey, bitch, come here. Got your motherfucking man. Come here. Mr. Pretty Tony, I mean, you know the rules of the game. I mean, your bitch just chose me. Now, we can settle this like you got some class, so we can get into some gangster shit. All right, guys, here we go. This is Thanks for Asking Kells Podcast, episode 234. I'm back. Couple caveats. Um, so I thought I had a cold. It's actually bronchitis. So um, bear with me. I have a cough drop in. Um, you know, I, I, um, I get bronchitis actually two times a year like bronchitis is like a chronic thing it's like a viral thing it's not really too much you can do I mean you, you're just supposed to drink like a lot of liquid it's not like a cold where I mean it is like a cold but it's like it's a virus so it's not like they can give you antibiotics or anything I've always gotten I used to get it twice a year but I didn't I used to get it once in the spring and once in the fall I didn't get it this fall I was actually coasted pretty well and I was like oh shit look at me but now I got it and this is the exact wrong time because, like, this, every shit, nigga, you sniffle on the trains or anywhere. And niggas is trying to, like, throw you out because you got corona. So I'm walking around sucking on cough drops and just suppressing cough because I don't want no problems. But I ain't got no corona. I just got bronchitis. Um, so anyway, bear with me. It drains your energy a little bit, um, which is definitely doing. And, you know, just coughing fits. So hopefully I'll make it through here. Okay, so. Let's get started. I think I said this episode 234. If I did not, I just said it for the first time. Um, so, uh, as if y'all been listening, y'all know I don't do the politics. I don't talk about the politics. But this week, I am and I will and I shall. And I'm thinking everybody that listens probably knew that this was coming. Um, but first, let's do yours and negative. Well, I mean, look, this is it's kind of all related. Let's do yours in negritude, and I was went going back and forth for him to get this to, but I'm going to give it to Joseph R. Biden for coming through on Super Tuesday, like, I knew he would, like, I've been telling y'all he would, and like, anybody with any common fucking sense could see. So, um, let's get into it. First thing first, Simone Sanders, now look, I know it was controversial when she tackled this, somebody was like, oh, I never have done it, I'm not security, I think Simone just acted out of, in- I know Simone acted out of instinct, I don't know if Simone has been security or a bodyguard or played um, recreational football, but she's, that was, that quick action and that dragging that lady by that waist, that, that was, that was some professional movements, I recognize that shit when I see it, she looked like an outside linebacker coming off the edge, um, so, you know, I, I get what people say, first of all, where was security, that's the first thing, they're saying Joe Biden doesn't get, um, secret service, because I don't really understand, didn't understand the explanation, but he doesn't get secret service, only got him six months, I don't get it, um, but, he needs some kind of security. Um, Jill, Jill Biden did her part too. Jill Biden, you know, popped up like offensive line. The hands was held high. She was like, sis, you was not breaking this line. You're not getting to my quarterback. And it was funny because she pushed the lady off twice. And Joe was like looking. And she was like, you're safe. <laughs> and patted him on the back like, go on, finish speech, man. We got it. That shit was funny, man. They got old girl up out the paint. I thought it was funny, um, you know, people had a lot to say about it, but I'm like, hey, man, you ain't, look, you ain't letting nobody run up on your person, the security didn't do their job, they probably need to have a sit down and unpack about what went wrong there, because it was just like when, um, 
old boy ran up on Kamala and, and the black lady had to get him out. It's like, what is security doing? Like, what are y'all doing? How are these people just jumping up there? Like, like y'all have a job, but like your bare minimum is to keep people off the stage. So it's like, what are you doing? You know, you know, we, we know you got to scan the crowd, look for gun, all of that shit. But like your main thing really is to keep people off the stage. So I'm not really understanding how people are just being able to jump and get these close to that people. And if that lady wanted to hurt Joe, you know, if she had a gun or something or a knife, she could, she got very close to him. Um, yeah, she was like a dairy protester or something, which, what the fuck? Girl, go to goddamn Cheetos with that shit. Alright, so, uh, where do I begin? So, um, sh- uh, this is where I begin. Shout out to everybody for giving me my prop for calling this correctly all along. Look, I've been wrong here and there, but since 2015, I have been calling this correctly because, like... I'm an old nigga now, I'm not the oldest, but I'm old, and like, you know, I've been different places, you know, I was in the Marine Corps, I've been all over, I have, I just know a lot of wide breadth of people, I don't just live in this little super liberal New York City bubble that a lot of people do, and I just know people, like I've been around enough, you know, like I've been, I lived down in D.C. for a while, I've been out to L.A., and not even, and, and, and like the suburbs around L.A., which is like, you know, middle, uh, Sears country is what I call it, out there, uh, I lived in Texas for a little bit, um, I lived in Northern California for a little bit, up by Monterey, uh, not by Monterey, in Monterey, um, where else have I lived, I think that's it, yeah, Maryland, yep, that's it, okay, um, and I lived in, like, Montgomery County, Maryland, I lived in PG County, PG, very briefly, look, no disrespect to PG, I know y'all black folks down there think y'all got money, but it was just not for me, get me over to Rockville, get me over to Gaithersburg, I do not do that PG County stuff, <laughs> I'm from Philadelphia, I was like, this is ghetto, <laughs> like, like oh, this is not, this ain't even as nice as the neighborhood I grew up in, so anyway, um, anyway, I said all that to say, like, I know people, regular people, not just, you know, these super woke, super whatever the fuck, only eat hummus, New York City fucking dickheads. Like, I know regular people, and anybody who knows regular people saw this coming. So, um, let's just, so, okay, I'm going to keep it real. This is my podcast. Y'all don't like what I got to say. Y'all ain't got to listen. Y'all don't like my tone. Y'all ain't got to listen. But I'm going to get on here because, you know, I'm fucking tired Listen, God bless Elizabeth Warren, but, you know, I really don't care that she's out of the race because I wasn't voting for her anyway. I don't think she was the best, quote fingers, best candidate anyway. Um, my candidate, as y'all know, was Kamala Harris, and I think had the, the primary, had we done primaries the way we done now, Kamala would be still in the race, and Pete and, and Klobuchar and Warren would have been gone long ago, because they never, none of them ever had any black support, they were never getting any black support, none of them ever jumped above 5%, and I just don't know what the fuck these people keep talking about, where she was the best, and she was the one, it's like, it's nonsense, okay, number one, number two, I am tired, listen, I am, I understand that misogyny and sexism plays a, uh, I'm a woman, I'm a fucking black queer woman, okay, so, sorry y'all, hold on, try not to cough on y'all, but, uh, um, I'm a black queer woman, so, you know, I understand sexism, I understand misogyny way more than you do, trust me, okay, um, and Hillary Rodham Clinton, was not just one of the best female candidates to ever run for president. She was one of the best 
just period, qualified, experienced, knew what the fuck she was doing, knew what the fuck she was talking about, had the bona fides, had real, legitimate plans that, and when I say plans, see, there's a difference between plans and talking points, okay? <coughs> a talking point is an idea. Oh, we're going to have free health care. Oh, you know, we're going to reduce student loans. And you put that shit on, the, you know, a PowerPoint. And you have bullet points. And these are ideas. These are things that, yes, we want to try to do this. But they're not. that's not a plan. A pl- uh, and actually, let me make it more simple. Because this is, this is, my friend told me this the other day. And it's actually true. This is what we used to do. This is what we used to do in the, in the Marine Corps. Like, you know, you got to break things down to people sometimes like they're three-year-old. Okay? I'm talking, when people say... That's just a talking point or that's an idea that's not a plan. This is what they mean. Hey, let's go to the store and get groceries. The house doesn't have any groceries. We need to go to the store. We need to have food. We need to have the groceries so we can eat so we can be healthy because groceries are good for people. Let's go. Yes. That is, those are talking points. We need groceries. We need to go to the store. We need to get food. We need to, because we can be hungry. You put those on the slide or whatever and you present your go to the store plan. Pull fingers plan. But that's not a plan. That's an idea. That's a, this is an idea. This is what we want to do. We think it's good. Let's go. A plan is we need to go to the grocery store. Okay. We need to get up at 10 a.m. Because the grocery store opens at 1030 and we don't want to get too crowded. So let's get up at 10 a.m. We're going to walk out the door. We're going to leave the door. We got to lock the door so that when we come back to the house and all the things will still be there. We're going to get in the car. Is there gas in the car? No. Okay, we got to pay for gas. We're going to have to stop at the ATM, get some money to pay for gas. Then we're going to get to the store. We're going to go. We're going to turn left here. We're going to drive three miles. We're going to turn right there. We're going to get on the highway. We're going to drive five miles. We're going to get off at exit 16. And we want to go around the other way because we don't want to wait at that stoplight. So we're going to go right. We're going to go around the back. We're going to pull right in. We're going to park here close to the handicap so that when we bring our groceries out, we don't have to wait. Okay, now when we go in... Uh, Dan, you go get the dairy, whoever, you go get the meat, I'm going to go get the vegetables, let's meet up in the bread aisle, let's go. That is a plan, okay, that is different than everybody should have groceries, everybody should eat, everybody agrees that hunger is not a good thing, everybody believes that people should have food, okay, and that is what frustrates with me with you talking about, oh, Bernie has, they don't have plans because when you ask them specific questions they cannot answer because it's just an idea how okay we're going to have free college for all how are we going to pay for that oh well, we'll you will take the profits from wall street that is, what the fuck are you talking about what are you talking about bernard what are you talking about you're fi- okay how much is going to cost it's going to cost three trillion dollars and where's that going to come from bro who is going to approve a $3 trillion fucking plan for everybody to go to college? And then where everything else going to come from? We just going to be all in college free, barefoot, naked, no food, no nothing, because all the money, all you get here free. Like, it's, it's nonsense. And Liz, she did the same thing. I'm sorry. Like, she, her plans were not, like, yeah, she had her only difference between Bernie and Liz is Liz had hers on paper, and she would wave her papers around, and she would, you know, she, she would say things like, oh, well, right now, the system, like, all they do is criticize the current system, which, don't get me wrong, we all know the current system is fucked up, we understand that, but, like, you have to get things through Senate, you have to get things through Congress, and you guys are selling dreams, and only people who don't know it are young people, or people who just live in these, like, 
Wakandan fantasies where they just feel like, like somebody on Twitter the other day was saying, you know, because people were like, who is Joe Biden going to inspire? Who's going to get excited? I was like, what the fuck does inspiring and exciting have to do with it? Like, do y'all know how silly y'all sound when y'all say that shit? Do y'all know how childish and immature? It's an election. It is who is going to be the president? Who is going to be the executive branch of the government? Why does you, what does excitement, and it has nothing to do with it. You vote for the person who's going to be good at the job. If they're boring, if they do backflips, if they play the trumpet, if they smoke cigarettes out the back, it really does not matter. If they eat pig feet, it doesn't matter. This person has these ideas. This person wants to go this way. This person wants to go that way. Which way do I want to go? That's it. And then somebody was like, well, you know, people are just bummed because, you know, they want to do good in the world. And there's no choice but evil. First of all, that is a, that is a, a ludicrous, that is a ridiculous statement because that is so, like, what the fuck are you talking about? People who speak in all good and evil. Like, you sound a fool to me. I'm sorry. Like, what are you talking about? I am an adult. I go to work every day. I pay bills. I pay taxes. I don't... I, good and evil are... Like, what are you... This is not a Marvel movie. There's not villains and good guys. It's not white hats and black hats. Like, y'all... Like, what are you talking about? There's no such thing... Oh, I don't want to vote on evil. What the fuck are you talking about? You know what's evil? Having to get up at 6 o'clock in the fucking morning and go to work every goddamn day. Because, bitch, I'll be tired. I really want to sleep till 9. That's fucking evil. Right? Like, what, like, what are you talking about? So, you know, I just, I, I can't, I get so frustrated, and, and I'm not the only one, like, there's a, there's a lot of us who just get frustrated with you all, because it's like, you sound so fucking silly, and so divorced from the act, what is actually going on. The reason, Trump is out here tearing this country apart. There are people who are being deported, look at the coronavirus. We about to have a contagion because this motherfucker is so goddamn incompetent that he let a virus in that China was doing an all right job of, of, of containing. They shut their shit off. They, the couple people that they caught sneaking out, they dragged their asses back and they probably shot and killed them. You know, who knows what they do. But this dumbass, he wants to break all the rules. The CDC said, look, the Americans need to stay where they are because we need to contain this virus. This dumb motherfucker says no after, number one, cutting the budget for um, um, pandemic preparedness, for cutting the CD. He, he got rid of the HS. Like, all the people whose job it is to prevent this, he got rid of. Then this dumbass going to bring them over here. And they said that they landed the plane and his stupid ass people went up there. They don't have no goddamn protection or nothing on it, just walking up into the virus plane, and now it's spreading. Like, this is what is happening. The SCOTUS is a kangaroo court. He's appointing all these fucking judges. We see in articles where judges on the fucking appeals panels are like, these motherfuckers are not based, they don't know anything about the law, they don't know anything about jurisprudence, they in here on some 700 club dumb shit, writing a bunch of bullshit, and we don't even know what to do because these motherfuckers are crazy. This is, this is what's going on. This is what people are seeing. People who live in Texas and California and probably Ohio and shit. New York City is a, is a sanctuary city. New York City is in New York State, which is a blue 
bastion, okay? So a lot, we live in a republic, so state law still matters. And a lot of the laws here we allow us to not have these things, right? We don't have the, they don't allow ICE to come. Or when ICE does come, like, they tell you, look, you don't have to open the door. But other places, they don't have that. So if you're living in Texas and California, probably Florida, I don't know, and, and some of these other states, these fucking Republican governor states, people are really literally getting dragged off the street, getting deported. They're raiding people's jobs and deporting people's moms and dads and leaving the kids for orphans and putting their fucking kids up for adoption. They're stopping people at the border and snatching people's kids from them and putting them in the goddamn concentration camps. People can't get their medication. The, um, the, the police is out of control. Like, shit is really fucked up in the country. And that is what people are like, yo, fuck this. We are voting again. We don't give a fuck who is running. We don't want to hear about the Democrats been hollering and debating about these health care plans since 08. Like, it's enough. One side wants health care. The other side want to kill us. It really don't matter what your plan is, Liz, or whoever. Because we'll figure it out. We got to get this motherfucker out of here. We got to make sure this motherfucker doesn't win again. Because if he wins again, he's, they're going to they're gonna fucking solidify everything. And we're, we're it's, forget about it. We're never getting the country back. If this motherfucker wins again, we are never getting the country back because they will have deteriorated the systems and the controls and the things that have been put in place so that we don't turn into places like Russia and places like, I don't know, Venezuela and all these other places where they're just Cuba, where there's just these, you know... Despot dictators, a lot of African countries just these despot dictators, they keep the wealth for themselves, only their, their cronies and their business partners can, can do anything, and everybody else is dirt fucking poor, or there's rampant corruption, the only way you can get anything done is to buy, I've been to these places as an as a, as a, as a, um, intel officer and as a military person, I've been to these places, these corrupt fucking, you have no idea, these corrupt places where you can't even get a goddamn job unless you have money to bribe, and if you don't have money to bribe, guess what, you can't work, so guess what you got to do, beg in the fucking street, or you gotta rob people, why do you think when the Americans go to Brazil and Rio and all these other places, they're trying to steal your money, because that's the really, literally the only way they can survive, because down there, you have to be somebody, you have to have money, you can't get a job just go to school, you can't go to school, you can't get a job, it's all corrupt, you have to buy your way into everything, and if this one, that's what this, I mean, you think it's bad now, and we still have some semblance of the American stream, we still have some semblance of you can work your way up, you too have an equal chance to become a fucking grifter. If he wins again, it's not going to be like that. And so that is what we're looking at. And it's like, so it's all y'all hollering about all this stupid shit and, and watching these fucking debates, dog. You're not going to unseat Trump with debates. Like, nobody is watching that shit. Nobody cares. Y'all Y'all are living for these moments. And, ooh, girl, burn it. Ooh, sassy. And, oh, she said your health care plan got two pages. Ooh, girl, shut her down. What the fuck? Shut the fuck up. Because if, if this motherfucker wins again, everybody's health care page is going to be two pages. You know what them two pages going to be? Born the year you was born, died the year you died. That's going to be the two pages of your goddamn health care plan. An obituary, bitch. Like, like... What has to happen for people to get their fucking head in the game? Like, some of you sound so fucking ridiculous and so fucking stupid and so fucking divorced from reality. What has to go on in your life for you to understand that we are on hooked up to life support and our shit is beep, beep? Beep. Like, I don't understand what, what has to go on for you all to handle, to understand this. So, that is why Joe Biden won. Because, number one, 
I'm I'm a transition to what I really want to talk about, but I'm just let me just say this. Joe Biden won because number one, everybody knows Joe Biden. We know what we're getting with him. And so these oh Joe, you can't hardly he doesn't have a plan. It doesn't matter. We know that Joe is a decent person. No matter what he fucking says, he's an old white dude, no shit. So it's Trump. But he doesn't he's not ignorant. He's not uneducated. He's not benevolent. He's not a fucking moron. He's not fucking incompetent in a motherfucker. He's the former vice president. He's been a senator for longer than that motherfucker was talking about corn pop and all that shit from back in the so I wasn't even born then. I don't even know when Joe came into government. I know he fucking was there before I was born. Okay? So, the, the thing about politicians like Kamala Harris and Joe Biden and all these people that have long records. Like, you motherfuckers, you motherfuckers that are not in the game, that don't, that were born in, you know, 1995 or 85 or whatever the fuck y'all were born. Like, wait, <coughs> sorry. Uh, way past a lot of shit you know y'all love to like bring up old shit but you know what you know why nobody can bring up anything on you because you haven't done anything it's easy for somebody who's not done anything who all the person does is criticize and point fingers and cut people down but don't actually do anything themselves it's easy to pick somebody's record apart I saw Bernie the other day sorry y'all we having a bronchial breakdown Sorry, y'all. Okay, I saw Bernie the other day <coughs> talking about some shit Joe did in 1985 or some shit. Like, bitch, why don't you talk about what you've done? Why don't you give us your, oh, your, your Bernard's whole fucking campaign is finding fault in other people and pointing fingers. So he did that and he did that and he voted against that and he voted against another platform. That is whining and bitching and moaning that only appeals to losers, okay? Nobody who has, who has ever done anything in their life is going to be attracted to that because it is easy to criticize people who have, it's, it, when you have nothing, when you have no accomplishments, when you have been in Congress for 30, 40 years and have done absolutely nothing, the, all, it is so easy, all you can do is criticize other people's choices. That's all you can do. Stand from the sideline, never got into anything, never done anything, never signed to anything, but I'm going to criticize your choice. And I'm going to say, oh, why did you do that 30 years ago? Like, that's lame shit. I don't know. The people who that apply to, who, who that appeal to are lames. Okay? And, like I, so, like I said, and like a couple people said, and I wasn't sure if it was true, but it actually was true. So, there was a guy, a journalist, I can't remember which one, but it was like a pretty mainstream one, um... I, I can't remember who it was, but it was like a pretty main, it wasn't like some random person on Twitter, and they were like, this was like, um, like maybe even before summer, before really things really kicked off, and they were like, um, they wrote a whole like editorial or whatever you call it, that said Bernie Sanders' campaign was dead in the water, they said because the, of all the many reasons there, there are for people not to vote for Sanders, the reason that people won't vote for Sanders, the reason that people, that people, less people, they, he said, less people will vote for Sanders now than they did before, which we know was not enough to win. He was like, even less will vote for him. This notion that you need Sanders to bring the base out, he was like, that is totally false. That is divorced from reality, because the reality is people know that Sanders damaged Hillary's campaign, Sanders split the vote, Sanders stayed in, refused to, uh, concede when it was clear that he wouldn't win his only purpose was to destroy the, the um to fucking bring 
insert chaos into the election. He damaged Hillary. He drew off enough third party and Jill Stein and you stupid ass Harambe people. And it allowed Trump to win an electoral victory. And people remember that and they're going to punish him for that. And they are going to come out specifically, no matter who the Democratic nominee is, he said people will come out specifically to make sure that it is not Bernard Sanders. And that's it. And I thought that too because I said, look, I'm voting for the Democrat nominee, but I will not under any circumstances vote for Bernie Sanders. I just won't because I think he's a bad actor. I don't think he means well at all. I think he's a plant. I think he's an agent of the Russians. I think he's in, he's actively involved in this and well as well. We never saw his tax returns, um, and he, I just think he's shady. I think he's shady. At the very least, I think he's a egomaniac, egotistical, old white man, which, you know, there's no shortage of them, but at the very least, I think that's what he is, but at the most, I think he is a an active agent, recruited a while ago, um, the same way as all these other motherfuckers, and he is purposely being an agent of chaos, to, to destroy elections, so that these Republicans can cheat and continue to win, okay, that's what I thought, and that is why Joe came to more Super Tuesday because people remember, okay? People remember all you had to do was vote for Hillary Clinton. It was the easiest decision in the world. And, you know, your fucking old ass who just had a heart attack. I just don't understand how people are looking at a 78-year-old white man. Oh, this is the guy that's going to lead the revolution. This is the guy, like, you said, like, do you know how stupid, like, what the fuck are you talking about? What revolution in the history of the world has ever been led by some old white dude? Like, it's not a thing. Like, I, y'all, like, I don't, what Kool-Aid are you drinking? Like, I really don't even understand. You, like, I can't really engage with Bernie people. Because, like, what the fuck is wrong with you? You sound a fool. Like, you just sound a fool. And you sound like you're in a fucking cult. Because what are you talking about? No revolution in the history of the world has ever been... Like, what are you talking about? It's always the young people. And keeping it real, it's African Americans. As far as we know, in our times, in modern times, the only revolution, the only historical movement that has been led in this country, at least, has been by African Americans. Okay? Now, I'm going to get into more of that when I get in y'all talking about, talking about black voters. Okay? Liz Warren, listen. All I'm going to say about, I told y'all before, Liz doesn't, doesn't fool me. She just be talking and waving papers. And just like Joe, Joe Biden was at a town hall and some old fucking white lady got up with her sweatpants on. And, you know, Bernie talks about health care. And Liz talks about whatever fucking, where's your fire? Where's your passion? Looking like a fucking fool. And Joe grabbed the mic very calmly and was like, ma'am. I forgot what he said. He said something like, my passion is in, oh, he said, yeah, he said something like, my passion is in my is in the work that I've done for the past 30, 40 years. Like, in other words, he was like, my record of accomplishments and being the, and all these things I've done, that's my passion. He was like, just because I'm not yelling like Bernie and just because I'm not waving my fucking arms all around like Liz does not mean I don't have passion. And I was like, yes, Joe, Les, like, sit your goofy ass down. Like, you're out here with all these theatrics and this political theater, which is why the thing with Nancy turning papers up, it's got on my nerves because it's like y'all y'all around here trying to get these moments and these pictures like I said cosplay revolutionaries cosplay I don't know what the fuck activists trying to get these moments and it ain't about that ain't it's not what it's about that's not how progress works that's not how the history of anything has ever worked so that is why Joe came through because people need to stop Trump and they think that Joe has the best chance and I actually think Joe will particularly I've said before, one of the biggest mistakes I think 
Hillary Clinton made was make, was choosing Tim Kaine as a VP. I think it, I think it was a no brainer that it had to be a person of color. I think it was a no brainer that it had to be a young person. I think it was a no brainer that she should have picked Cory Booker, who I think, or or um Julian Castro, who it was a no brainer. I, I think that was a huge mistake. I think had she done that, she would have got enough. Um, she would have moved enough people past the Bernie and feel the burn and all of that shit. And, and you know, so in other words, these young folks who just need to be excited when it could be like, oh, Corey makes me feel special. I'll vote for you. Oh, it makes me feel special. Makes me feel good. I'll vote for you. You know, so, and I think that was a mistake. So, I, I have said, and I think, and I mean, I think it's a, a no-brainer to appoint Kamala Harris as a VP because, moving on to Liz... The, re- the reason Liz Warren campaign was a failure is because Liz Warren didn't have any black support. Just like Bernie. She never had black voters. And y'all let these Twitters and these bots first come after Kamala Harris and say that she didn't have any black support. The, the, the numbers don't add up. After the first debate, Kamala Harris, Joe Biden was at 23 or 25%. Kamala Harris was at 17%. Then the bots started attacking her and calling her a cop. And all y'all stupid motherfuckers jumped on the bandwagon just like y'all did with the Hillary. Y'all are crime billing us to death. Like, Jesus Christ. Like, uh, it's just, it's, it's, it's like stupid. But I'm glad people are getting over it now. Y'all trying to do the same shit with Bloomberg. And they swear that they got Bloomberg out of here with the side. You didn't get, nobody was going to vote for Bloomberg. And I'm going to tell you about Bloomberg in a minute. Bloomberg actually was very strategic in what he did. And I see what he was doing all along. Like, you guys, like, y'all got to start seeing. Y'all, again, y'all are so myopic. And y'all are so fucking focused on your own little opinions and your own little echo chamber that you're not seeing the forest. Y'all fucking run from tree to tree to tree. Oh, I'm not to chop this tree down. Oh, I don't know. Chop this tree down. Oh, I chop this tree down. Ah, I fuck shit up, bitch. No, you're still standing in the forest. There are trees all around you. All these trees together make up a forest. You're not doing nothing. You're chopping that one little tree. And then you run into another little tree. And then you run into another little tree. Whereas the other side is drawing up maps to, to fucking move all this shit out and make this shit a flat field and come build a new shit over it and push your ass off into the ocean because you can't see the forest for the trees because you try to make little moments and and whatever the fuck else so the reason why it was obvious like I've been saying Warren was not going to win because her support never moved above 5% Kamala the black vote the base of the Democratic Party, which is black African-American voters, not Bernie Bros, not these liberal motherfuckers. It's regular, regular, old, red, white, and blue, red, black, and green, whatever the fuck you want to say, African-Americans. And their vote was always split between Kamala Harris and Joe Biden. And that was because the older folks, they knew Joe Biden, they went with Joe Biden, and they've lived long enough. They've seen enough to be like, we love Kamala. Kamala is great, but right now, these white folks is not going to let it happen. And, and we need, you know, th- we need to get them a white man so that, you know, they can, they can feel like the, 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 it's back to normal, back to how it should be. And, you know, two white men running and let's choose. Okay? And the younger folks of, you know, my generation and, and younger... We're like, listen, we done had Michelle Obama in, in as a first lady, you know. It, it's not like it's an unprecedented thing. She's been a senator for a long time. All She's done the criminal justice, which we're looking at now. Her plan, which Liz Warren, by the way, stole in, in 
hole, and y'all act like it was some brand new thing after y'all call Kamala cop, and then listen, and all of a sudden, it's like, I'm gonna get on y'all coon ass niggas in a minute, though, but, um, yeah, and so it was always split between them, and the reason that you know that is because had the had Kamala really not had black support, and had people just been lining up to vote for Liz Warren, then when Kamala dropped out, Liz should have gotten those voters, and she didn't. We went up to Joe Biden because we were never going to vote for Liz Warren because she never had the black vote because they, her and Bernie and all those other candidates, they think that the way to appeal to black people is to hire these fucking tweet dummies on Twitter to tweet shit and tell people how they don't know the black experience and listen this is this is how I know we're not the same kind of people and this is how because for me and I said this before Liz Warren is fine. I'm sure she has nice plans. I'm sure she has nice policies. I'm sure she has a nice uh, a nice lady. But if I see somebody that is a black person and I see somebody like Kamala Harris who was far more I'm sorry, far more qualified had it, she's a senator from California, which is the most popular state in the country. She has all she's AG. She has all this record that y'all wanted to attack. She's she's well spoken, and I don't mean that in like the black person way, but I mean in like you know articulate way. And I whatever you know what I'm trying to say. She's gorgeous, okay, and she's qualified, okay. And for you to look at that and and decide this white lady. And I'm sorry, Elizabeth Warren does a lot of white woman shit. That's why I was never voting for her. A lot of us saw that when she when they was at the debate and Kamala was talking about Trump and his tweets and Bernie Sanders and all his little followers and all the shit that people are talking about now, how they go after people, they attack people. And she was like, yo, now, I, again, I have said before, I don't think I don't think he needs to be banned from Twitter because I just don't think that's the solution. But when somebody says that Twitter, I think is the, the larger point that she was making was that Twitter and Facebook as companies have responsibility. They know that this kind of stuff is going on on their platform. They have responsibility to do something and they're not doing anything. So let's push them to do something. So yeah, let's push to have uh, um, fucking Trump banned. And you know what? It's not a crazy idea because look, look co- coronavirus is spreading because his dumb ass gets on there and tweets shit like, oh, there's only five cases, not a big problem. People see that and they think it's true. And it's like, nigga, you are lying. So I actually now I think about it, you know, it's not so crazy. It's not maybe maybe it is dangerous to have him on there if he's just gonna be tweeting out lies and bullshit. Maybe it's not really crazy. Maybe it's not a free speech thing. Maybe it is like a little bit dangerous, you know what I'm saying? So and when she said that on stage and Liz Warren gave her that little dismissive little wave like she was being so crazy, and then I think it was two or three weeks after Kamala dropped out, here she come signing on to the law. Like that's white woman shit. I'm sorry, and I've seen that shit from all my little way. I didn't I listen. Liz Warren never appealed to me. I think there's a difference between leadership and I think there's a difference between being a bold front woman and being argumentative and dismissive when criticized. And Liz Warren is argumentative and dismissive when criticized. And 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 white women have a way of every time they are criticized, it gets it gets packaged. Oh, it's just misogynistic and people hate strong women. That that is all well and good, and that is all true, but I'm not misogynistic, I don't hate women, and I, Elizabeth Warren did not appeal, I found her extremely off-putting, because like I said, she's stubborn, she's obstinate, and she's fucking dismissive, like, I'm the go, I'm the know-all, be-all, know-all, I'm gonna wag my finger, because I had the plans, and I know everything, and girl power, and I'm a white woman, and I just know everything. Okay, and nobody said that about Kamala. So if it's misogyny, nobody was calling Kamala like you know mean and none of that. I mean they called her a cop, but nobody was calling her mean. Nobody, if anything, they claimed she was boring and didn't have a platform, which was nonsense. But so 
it's 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 not mis- Hillary Clinton faced more misogyny. This is my point. She faced more misogyny, more sexism than anybody, but she still managed to win the, the delegates, and she still managed to win the popular vote. So you're not going to tell me that the only reason that Liz Warren, who never got below five percent polling, and who had zero black voters, and who again was selling dreams and didn't have any concrete plans, just great ideas, but no really explanation of how we gonna pay for them and, and institute these things. You're not gonna tell me that the only reason that she couldn't be uh, is because of misogyny. Like she was the best candidate. She, I'm sorry, she's not. Kamala Harris was the best candidate, and I think we see now with the way that Joe Biden ran through the South. Had Kamala still been in this race, it it would have she would have done well. It would really have been interesting. She would have done well. Um, and that's all I'm gonna say on that. I don't care. I, I was never. I, I'm the polka. I, like I told y'all before, that Pocahontas thing was a big tell, and people are trying to act like that's no big deal, but it's a big tell because it, she is somebody who can never be wrong, who runs a hundred percent, who will, will bicker and argue every last point, whether it is worth it or not. And when she called, she claimed to be Native American, which is something that like white. People are notorious for doing, and she was called on it. Rather than a po- she, she went and what did she do? She went to twenty three and me and got that she was point zero zero one and was waving those. Pa- I was so embarrassed. I I was so embarrassed. Like white lady, what are you doing? You are not Native American. That's like the kind of per- she's the kind of person who will go get a DNA test, find out DNA test, find out she's like point oh one percent, and claim African American and try to get into a school under affirmative action. That's the kind of white person who does that. And so that to me was a tell. That was all I needed to see. I was like, oh no, you're a white lady because only a, only a, a white lady who is oblivious to anything would do that. Like, girl, you're not Native American. Why are you waving these papers around? Like, we're all like, boom. I told you I'm Native American. First of all, the fact that when you were being questioned and when you were being pushed against what you what you were saying, instead of returning with facts and explaining your point, you did what a lot of white women do is feign offense. Oh, well, I take offense as a Native American, and that's why ignorant ass Trump calls you Pocahontas because you played yourself and you looked a fool, and that is why he calls you Pocahontas. And people who say, "Oh, uh, she would have shredded him in a debate," I, I don't understand. What, you clearly never grew up playing the dozens. You clearly never had a fight in your life. You sound like you never stuff up the porch because Trump would eat her the fuck alive. Because Trump is a bully and same way he called her Pocahontas and still calls her Pocahontas. She over there waving papers around and, and pointing and wagging your finger. It's like and and you know, oh I got facts and I got that like Trump would have ate her alive. He's a bully. You can't beat a bully with facts. You can't beat a you can't argue a bully down. <clears throat> Because all he's going to do is call you some name, and there's people love that. And yes, yeah, silly, and yes, yeah, dumb. But it's effective, and it's very effective when you have somebody on the other side who doesn't know how to respond. And that's why so many of you motherfuckers in fucking therapy now, and triggered now, and can't fucking get through the day without smoking a pound of weed now. Because when you got teased when you was young, you didn't know how to respond. And, you know, you didn't know that the, the way to, to fucking beat a bully is to just fucking go head for head and embarrass that motherfucker's head coward anyway. And that's why y'all walking around so fucking sensitive now. Okay, so I was not shocked. Liz only got as far as she did because Kamala dropped out because Kamala saw that, you know, you know what? I don't have the money. Bloomberg's coming in with this money. It's going to be Biden. Let me not waste people's time. Let me not waste people's money. But 
and she dropped out. If it wasn't for that, Warren and Klobuchar and Pete wouldn't wouldn't even got out of it. If we just started in South Carolina, or if we just started in, I don't know, a state like Texas or a state that is way more diverse than Iowa or Vermont, like, you motherfuckers sounded crazy. You motherfuckers like, okay, well, we're going to need you guys to put, like, this motherfucker won two states. Two of the whitest states, he got five fucking votes. What are y'all talking about? Like, People was like seriously making him the, the nominee. And this is how. This is why we don't listen to y'all. This is why we don't listen to y'all because you show no connection with reality. You show no knowledge of anything. You d- clearly don't know how things work, and you just don't. Un- you just you the things you say don't make any. They, there's no connection to reality. Like, bro, you gotta go to South Carolina. You gotta go to Texas. You gotta go. You have to go to places where people live. And win those. And he won California because California is like a wild liberal state. And duh. Okay. Liz didn't even win her own state. And not that she won her own state. She came in third in Massachusetts. And I thought she was going to win Massachusetts. Hillary Clinton won Massachusetts. And, and you know, all of a sudden because she didn't win Massachusetts. Now all of a sudden, oh, well, that's because of misogyny. Really? Massachusetts, the liberal ass state that voted her for a senator that voted, voted for Hillary Clinton. Now all of a sudden they mis- misogynistic woman haters because Liz didn't win? No. She didn't appeal to people. She did not appeal to people. People could see through that you guys are selling dreams. Like, come on. Like, this is every time you're pressed on details here you go, you want to argue, you want to wag a finger, you want to have some you know, some joke or whatever, and listen, a lot of people respond to that, they, debate team champions respond to that, but most people don't most people know bullshit when they see it and most people, like I say explain it to me like I'm a three year old if you can't explain it to me like I'm a three year old, then you're scamming or it's not true, or you don't have it for worked out like you think you do so <coughs> I'm sorry, yes, sexism played a role, but she did not have, Elizabeth Warren did not, first of all, she was given, she was, y'all chose Elizabeth Warren over Kamala Harris, because I don't know why, because the Democratic Party is black, it's black women, and we were waiting for her, but y'all fucking, the media froze Kamala out, the media didn't want to talk about Kamala, it was, it was Elizabeth Warren this, and Elizabeth Warren that, she got all the airtime, she got all the interviews, she got the most, because clearly people in media wanted her, and she flopped. And that's y'all dumbasses because she was always going to flop. Anybody with any sense can see it because sis didn't have no black support. And her her polls never got above 5%, never. Even after like these so-called debates where she won and she slandered, but she, she never got a rise because she was never going to get one because those voters were never going to her. Which brings me to my second point, the debate with um, Bloomberg. That debate with Bloomberg was the death knell to her campaign and anybody outside of the Elizabeth Warren bubble can tell you why it was obvious because the person that you should have you let Twitter gas you up let me just say Twitter analysis and Twitter um political opinions and Twitter you know campaign whatever you want to fucking call it today these blue checks be doing y'all are 04 y'all have not backed y'all just jumped from failed candidacy to failed candidacy y'all have not backed a winner yet I don't know why anybody listens to y'all I don't know why they continue to pay you money there's no return on investment you don't have the influence or the or the politically anyway just because you're a blue check and you got a lot of followers you, you don't understand some people on Twitter just follow people just because y'all tweet wild shit or just to follow them or me just to not be in an echo chamber like ain't nobody listening to these people because they don't they don't have any fucking they don't have the range quite frankly or the knowledge or the gravitas 
for anybody to be listening to them about anything. Like, you're just trying to get a book deal. You're trying to get on TV. That's cool. But, like, ain't nobody listening to y'all. So, anyway, she let Twitter hype her up because when Bloomberg entered the race and started with these ads, hey, I want to pull out Stop and Frisk. Oh, Bloomberg did. First of all, Stop and Frisk was from Rudy Giuliani. Actually, it goes back to David Dinkins when New York City used to be wild with crime. Then Rudy Giuliani, Giuliani came in and it's called Broken Windows Policing where the philosophy behind it is if you start doing the small things that 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 tend to go to the wayside when when neighborhoods and cities go into, into decline, the way you can tell that neighborhoods and cities are in decline is when you have broken windows and you have graffiti everywhere and you have trash everywhere. That sends a signal that, oh, nobody cares about this place, nobody is watching this place, so let's do crime. And that's how crime, and so the broken windows policing policy is that we'll come in and we'll start prosecuting those little crimes that people say is no big deal. Urinating on the street, smoking on the street, open containers, broken windows, graffiti. We'll start fucking prosecuting those crimes. It'll clean things things up. It'll let people know, hey, police are here. People do worry about here, so you can't just do whatever here, and that's how we get a control on crime. That's what stop, and that's what Stop and Frisk came out of, it because it was backed by data at the time, faulty data, but backed by data at the time that said, okay, um, you know, these this population of people are more likely to be doing the crimes, and they're more likely to have the weapons and the drugs, so throw them up a wall, and if you do that, you'll fetch, you'll, you'll find the people that have the drugs and the guns, and you can get them off the street without having to do this war and shit. That was, that's what stopped him first, and that was implemented by Rudy Giuliani, okay? Now, for several reasons, not just stopping frisk, you know, crime went down. We all know why crime went down. Crime went down because crack, the niggas was, they locked up all the crack dealers. They locked up all the crack addicts. They didn't get no rehab. They didn't get no drug courts. They didn't get none of that shit. They, everybody just had to go to jail for 30 or 40 years because they was doing crack. And so they got all them people off the streets, okay? So, and then they started gentrifying and bringing people. And that's what drove the crime down and some other shit too. But that's the main thing that drove the crime down, okay? The crime bill, which y'all hate, had a lot to do with that because prior to the crime bill, you know, people, I know it's crazy now because all we really know is Rockefeller drug laws. That's all we really know. But there used to be a time where if you got caught with cocaine, like, or, or drugs, period, like, it wasn't that considered that big of an offense. Like, you know, they, like, you could, you, they would just, like, give you, like, community service or whatever. Like, maybe you had to do a year, maybe you had to do six months, and that, like, foreign to us, but, there was a time where, you know, those kind of drug crimes weren't prosecuted, like, to the fullest extent of the law, kind of like what we're trying to, you know, get back to now. So, anyway, and that's what cleaned the city up, okay? And so, when Bloomberg came in, because people was tired of Giuliani, because Giuliani's a fucking racist and an egomaniac and all the shit that New York City already knew about this dude, but he got a reprieve because of 9 11, and he could put his hat on and play a hero, and America lost his mind, and then all of a sudden, you know, he turned into some kind of hero because he was the mayor of New York City during 9-11. Even though anybody that was around New York City in 9-11 at that time has numerous stories about how he was a fucking jerk, how he's a fucking asshole, how he really wasn't doing anything but using, uh, you know, photo options and going down to the place and, you know, first responders didn't have masks and first responders didn't, didn't have a lot of shit they needed, but here go Rudy Giuliani standing on the rubble with his hat and his mask taking pictures. Everybody will tell you those stories. Anyway, Y'all hit Michael Bloomberg with the stop and frisk. Meanwhile, in other places, Trump is using the federal national guard to, to roll in the cities and fucking drag people away and do all this crazy fucking Nazi Gestapo bullshit. And y'all up here talking about stop and frisk from 20 years ago. Like, nigga, we get it. 
Falcon first was horrible. It was a prop, prop. Even 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 fucking Bloomberg said it was terrible. So like, what is the point of tweeting stopping first now? Like, if this motherfucker wins, which he was not, like he's not gonna get in the in the White House and institute stopping first. Everybody know that shit don't work. Okay, that's what Jeff Sessions was trying to do. Jeff Sessions was definitely trying to bring back stopping first and stopping shackle and stop and stop and drop these niggas in jail and everything else. Like it doesn't work. And even when Jeff Sessions was trying to do it, even other Republicans, people was like, "Yo, we not doing that because that doesn't work. We got all this data now." And, and what you're saying is nonsense. Like it just that doesn't work. So, I, like, what's the point? Yeah, stop and frisk was a failure. We know, but y'all gas lives up, and and you know, oh, money in the election, money in the election. He's trying to buy election. All of them are trying to buy elections. All of them need money. Citizens United said that anybody who wants to pour money into elections can, and that's the mess we got now. But y'all lives because you know she let y'all gas her up, and she thought that the person that she had to go after was Bloomberg. No, you killed Bloomberg. Bloomberg killed you killed yourself because the person you should have been going after duh was Bernie Sanders because that's the person that's cutting into your vote because I wasn't voting for you the Biden voters come the Kamala Biden voters we wasn't voting for you we voted for Biden we're not voting for Sanders we're not voting for you if you happen to be the win the nominee by some miracle then yeah we was going to vote for you but you didn't have our support so the person that you needed to g- distinguish yourself from was Bernie who just be yelling a bunch of bullshit you be yelling and waving your arms around too but you got a little bit more you're a better kid ca- listen Warren was a better candidate than Bernie by far okay by far I, I will say that by far not because I think she had plans or, or a platform particular but she just was more tied to reality Bernard is off. I don't even know what the fuck he was talking about half the time. The numbers he quotes are ridiculous. He has no way to get it. Nobody likes him. He's not going to be able to get anything done because he has no friends anywhere. But that's the person you should have been distinguishing yourself from. You should have been distinguishing yourself from because Bloomberg is going to be there. Bloomberg was either going to sink or swim by his campaign and nobody black was going to be, not for, if they were going to vote for Bloomberg, they were going to vote for him because those of us who don't live in these liberal bubbles and understand what is going on, we understand that this is not a policy election. This is not a plan election. Your policies, your plans, they don't matter. Nobody wants to hear that. People are voting for who they think can beat Trump because if we don't beat Trump, there's nothing is going to change. It, it, like, so why are we talking about healthcare? Why are we arguing these things that are not going to exist unless you win? This is not a plan. This is not a plan uh, election. It's not a platform election. This is an extinction level event. Okay, this is a the patient is on the table. They are flatlining. We are all gathered around. We have to figure out something quick or this motherfucker is going to die. And we don't have time for y'all motherfuckers over there in the textbooks reading out of WebMD talking about, oh, well, technically it says like, like we don't have time for that. So by Liz, you were never going to be the nominee. Um, you know. It was always going to be Joe Biden. The only person that was going to have any chance to bring Joe Biden, to attack Joe Biden, was going to be Kamala Harris. And the way she was going to do it, like I've said from the beginning, is that just like with Obama, old people are cautious. And they're not cautious because they're dumb. They're not cautious because they're low information voters. They're cautious because they have been, they've lived through fucking Eisenhower and Nixon and Reagan and, and, and Bush senior and junior and they 
were the ones who were getting blown down the street by the fire hoses and who were getting cracked over the by the, uh, Bull Connor and his dog sicked on them and their billy clubs and getting shot and lynched and they couldn't they ones go ones go into the one room schoolhouse segregated they were the ones who weren't allowed to read they were the ones that were given separate but equal trash ass educations and had to march and fight and and for you know and do all it they were the revolutionaries they bought the revolution black people are the only people who has ever made and I said black people, not people of color. Black people are the only people who have ever made the United States live up to what it said it's supposed to be. And those motherfuckers just sat there while y'all in y'all little brunch boots and y'all fight to power and y'all little these hands, sweatshirts, t-shirts, or what the fuck else ever, talking all that shit, and they smiled and let y'all in y'all brunch boots going back to New York City and they went and voted for Joe Biden because they know white people. And they've seen... These hard left liberal candidates come and go and get and lose in landslide elections because it's not it's not the black people are the most revolutionary people in this country. We are the only ones who have ever pushed this country to do anything different. But we know white people and we know that the reason that they vote again, the reason they won't vote for Liz and the reason they won't vote for Hillary is because when they hear free stuff, they know that it means everybody gets it. And they don't want black people to get anything. They only want themselves to get something. If anybody else is going to get it, then they're not going to vote for it. The bl older black people, they know that. You know how they know that? Because they watch those motherfuckers bring out the National Guard and dogs and the army and George Wallace's ignorant ass stand in a schoolhouse and their segregation. Now they saw that. And they, and they know that this motherfucker, if he wants another election... That's what it's going back to. And so why you motherfucker, you disrespectful motherfuckers, you disrespectful motherfuckers who can't even fucking get through life, be, with, got all these traumas and PTSDs and all this other shit. Look, I'm all for therapy, fine. But I just want to let y'all know, y'all talk a lot of rah-rah. I'm a Marine, okay? I done been to places. I done did things, okay? I got PTSD. I got it. I, I, you know, worked through it. And I know how to do it now. I, I wasn't infantry or nothing, but I, I know exactly what it is. And I'm, you don't have to be, you know, in the military. Kids, you know, children that go up in war zones. Or like, it's all kind of ways to get it. I understand. Okay? But let me just let you know, y'all motherfuckers that can't fucking function... And I'm not knocking therapy. This is not a, this is not a knock on therapy. Get the therapy that you need it. But what I'm trying to get you to see is if, if you can't get through your life without going to therapy every week... There is no fucking way you are ever going to fucking overturn shit. I'm just letting you know. You're, because that shit requires you to push shit down. And that shit requires you to suck shit up. And that shit requires you to put one foot in front of the other. And gain an inch at a time. And duck shots. And duck dogs. And duck and duck batons. All our ancestors, they went through all of that shit. And, and you know, not all of them wouldn't get therapy. Some of them did. Some of them died from hypertension and all that. And that's a fucking shame. But they did what they had to fucking do. Okay? And you are disrespectful. For y'all, y'all motherfuckers that was born and like, I mean, I hear people on the TL, oh, well, I was in fifth grade in 2004. Then you shut the fuck up then because you don't know what you're talking about. Because for you to say that somebody who is, you know, 72, 73, however years old, you know, oh, they're, they're backwards and they're low information. What the fuck are you talking about? Nobody black voted for Trump. Okay. How are we low information? We managed not to vote for Trump. We're very high information. Okay. And that is why we vote the way we do, because we know how these white people work. And I'm sorry, if you was in fourth and fifth grade in 2004, no disrespect, but like, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. These motherfucking people don't watch Nixon do the shit he did. They don't watch goddamn, um, we all, 
watch Ronald Reagan, which is, we still suffer from his policies. We all watched that motherfucker come in, okay? Then we watched George Bush Sr., then we had Clinton. Then we saw George Bush Jr., then we had Obama, okay? So these people are looking at history, and they are seeing that these candidates that y'all keep going up for, that y'all think are so revolutionary, that y'all think nobody else ever tried to buck the system, they know that they don't win. They lose because white people will not vote for them, and we can't afford to vote for them because if we lose, where are the ones that are going to bear the brunt of it? Not the white people who are, you know, just fucking bitter and spiteful. We're going to feel the brunt of it, okay? We're going to be the ones that, uh, you know, go back to segregate in 1950 or whatever the fuck it is they're trying to do. So, you know, that is why they, to call them low information, that is the most disrespectful thing. You are the low information voters because you motherfuckers don't know anything that happened before you. You think you're the only generation that ever thought of anything. Like, you you went to your fancy schools and you got to, and me too, I'm talking about me too because I'm definitely a post-civil rights era, okay? But the difference between my generation and y'all generation is that we, uh, we took advantage of the things that our parents fought for, okay? We we understood. My daddy, only reason I'm from Philadelphia is my dad had to flee South Carolina at seven years old because he was going to get lynched because he almost drowned in some white man's or irrigation ditch and he sent the, the clan to go gather my father and hang him because how dare this nigga be on my property, let alone almost drown. And so they had to put my father in the truck in the middle of the night and steal him up to Philadelphia to my grandmother because he was going to get lynched, okay? I heard those stories. I heard my grandmother's stories about the boss. She they're from South Carolina, the bombings, the lynchings, oh, your uncle so-and-so, you never met him because they lynched him, oh, your aunt so-and-so, they raped and killed him, like, we heard the stories firsthand, okay, and so, we took it, I would never, I could never sit on my ass and not vote, knowing that all these people fucking went through all they did because they couldn't vote, going down there, getting all kind of literacy tests, and just playing them left, and acting like they stupid, and, 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 you know, the freedom summer when everybody rolls south, and then killing people, and, and, you know, threatening people, and get out of here, the good niggers, like, they told us all those stories firsthand, Okay, how they used to have to meet in the middle of the night because they had to duck the Klan. So they would have to put up these signals to go to, you know, different churches and try to meet so that the Klan wouldn't figure them out. You know, and, and how some people like you, you got fired because, you know, they found out, oh, we saw, you know, we saw Sister Jeanette at that, at that nigger meeting and you're going to be fired. You know, now you ain't got like, we, to- we hold those, we heard those stories firsthand. And so for you motherfucking dainty motherfuckers to come through with your goddamn Instagram revolution, um, my god i'm such a revolutionary ratatata oh yes bernie oh yes well oh you guys are low information oh you don't want progress you're scared you're backwards you don't know anything oh instagram pose oh activist hashtag revolution hashtag um warrior hashtag these hands okay anyway back you know and i'm from the hood also and so i really know black people and like nobody likes kamala because she's like a fucking cop uh, you know and nobody really likes fucking cops because you know revolution and cops are bad although you know if i get my little fucking purse snatched i'm gonna run be the first one running to the police to file a report and probably have ptsd because i got my purse snatched like we ain't trying to hear from y'all we're not trying to hear from y'all i grew up in the era, okay, we survived shit that y'all can't imagine, like, everybody I know, I told y'all before, we all got wild stories, and none of us tell them all, it's, it, we got so many wild stories, I was talking to my friend from high school the other day, and she brought up something, and I was like, oh shit, I forgot about that, and that was the wildest shit ever when it happened, we was like, what the fuck, and I forgot all about that shit, 
Because this is how this is how off the hook it was. Okay? So like nobody is listening to y'all. Because y'all got, you know, Google, but you don't use it because who the fuck needs Google when my fucking opinion is like so valuable and so powerful and it's valid and I don't care what the fuck you say. My opinion is fucking valid and I'm not gonna do anything for anybody. I'm not gonna sacrifice my opinion or my viewpoint for anybody and no, I'm not gonna vote for that person because that person is evil and I'm just so pure and and I just don't wanna vote for evil so I'll just fucking flush us all the fuck down the toilet if I don't get my fucking way because that's just how I roll like get fuck out of here nobody's listening to you so that's why Joe Biden blew through on Super Tuesday because you know I feel like in 2016 people were like okay they elected Obama the young people gotta go and they gonna figure it out then they saw y'all fuck off and allowed Donald Trump to get elected and so now people are like okay alright so I see I thought I could sit here in my recliner and watch my programs and drink my RC Cola, but I see these motherfuckers don't know how to act, so now we got to get up and get to the polls, and we got to vote for Joe Biden, and you got, I mean, it was just obvious, like, everybody keeps talking about 2016, 2018 is right there, okay, listen, the left wing of the Democratic Party, the liberal, that's not the base of the party, they think they are, but they're not, the base of the party are black voters and suburban Voters. That's who came out in 2018 to vote against Trump. And these motherfuckers be twi- on the tweets and everywhere else. Well, um, Biden should make um, Warren his vice president because that's how you bring out the base. You're not the base. You are not the base. You are the fringe bit left wing of the party. You're not the base. You're not. Same way the right wing of the of Republican Party is not the base. The Republican Party is not stupid. And the Republican Party pays attention to them because dumb motherfuckers march in line. So they... They give them what they want. You're not the base. The liberals are not the base. You've not elected a president ever. There has never been a left-wing president. And when motherfuckers be like, well, you know, we're just going to keep losing. I mean, when are we going to... It's like, what are you talking about? Every candidate that has ever been elected on the Democratic side has been a moderate, middle-of-the-road Democrat. There's never been a... Like, you don't... You, you are all for. So it's like, what, what do y'all be talking about? But again, because you don't use the Google machine because your fucking opinion and the ten friends around you who all share the same opinion, it's just facts and can't nobody tell you nothing, even though it doesn't job with reality at all. The 2018 blue wave came through because of suburban voters and black voters, low information voters coming out and saying enough of this shit, okay? And Bloomberg, another thing, you know, Bloomberg never said he was running to be elected president. What he said was he was running to defeat Trump. And I think Bloomberg's plan all along was because Joe was slipping and people weren't really sure if he was going to come through. So it was like, let's throw somebody else up there, another white male up there, because we know what these white people finna do. They're not finna vote for no black lady right now, you know. And we and because of the way it's set up, we got to get these people through. And then they, and they ain't voting for Liz and we ain't voting for Bernie. So we need to get these people through. So let's throw Bloomberg in there. And I think actually Bloomberg came in and he really did. He refocused the race back on Trump because these Democrats, these debates we keep watching with these eight dumbasses is up on stage arguing policy and it's really, you can't, I stopped watching after the second one because 
it's not informative. It's not, you can't get anything out in 30 seconds sound, sound bites. You know what that caters to? That caters to people like Liz and people like Bernie who are all trying to make moments, who are trying to get, you know, like we say on Twitter, trying to get retweets and, 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 and um, you know, links and gling clout. That's who that plays into. It doesn't play anybody who has comprehensive plans, who, who needs to sit one-on-one like a Kamala Harris, like a Joe Biden who needs to sit, like a Hillary Clinton, who needs to sit one-on-one and really, because these think these problems are not black and white. These problems are very complicated and they have a lot of moving parts and you need to be able to sit and explain how everything is going to work and how Bill Clinton is brilliant. Bill Clinton is brilliant at He's brilliant. He's better than all of them. He's better than Obama at it. He's better than all of them. He is very, he is able to explain things in a way that people understand. And he speaks in regular language. He doesn't use a lot of techno. And he explains how things work. And that's why Obama brought Bill out to explain the economic plan and how it works and for his re-election. Okay? And that's what you need. So those debates, nobody was paying attention to that. Because y'all, ooh, you know, just, just like, and I'm going to tell you, and I'm going to listen, again, watching that debate, as somebody who's been right all along, I told y'all, I said when it happened, because I, I didn't watch it on TV, I watched it through Twitter, because y'all motherfuckers uh, showed the clips, and I was like, the line of the night, the line of the night, the dagger in that left in both Liz and Bernie, you're going to see, was when Bloomberg said, oh, I'm a socialist, but I have three houses. That killed him, because that is what everybody knows about Bernie. Everybody knows Bernie's a phony. Everybody knows that shit he's talking about is nonsense, because what are you talking about? This is America. We're not doing socialism. Nobody has ever done socialism. It is not, it's not just free health care. You know what they tried to that? They tried it in Campbell. You motherfucker. oh, you know, y'all motherfuckers on the t- timeline shouting out Fidel Castro. Oh, Fidel Castro, you know, he's really a cool guy, and Cuba's really dope. Y'all only think he's a ruthless dictator who kills anybody who steps on the line because that's what your white education teaches you because you're brainwashed. That's why you don't know that Fidel Castro's a really cool guy and socialism is really the way to go. Even though no fucking civilization ever in the world has been socialist successfully, except for one time they tried it in Cambodia, but everybody died. If y'all use the Google machine, y'all can figure it out. It's called The Killing Fields. They made a movie and everything. Maybe y'all could look it up where they tried to go back to year zero and they wanted this socialist economy and everybody wore the same fucking gray ass clothes and you had to buy, 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 you know, grow your own food and all the educated and intelligentsia that you motherfuckers swear you are were killed because we can't have motherfuckers that can read and write and smart and have ideas and shit in socialism because that don't work because we all have to be equal and we all have to be the same and which means we all got to be dumb and mindless and easily brainwashed and we can't have motherfuckers that are smart so a lot of you motherfuckers typing your socialism fucking all hard stabbing into the twitter machine will be one out in the first wave because you're educated and your teachers and you're all these scientists and all these things that know they don't want okay I'm just saying ratatata, fucking look it up it's it's not a thing okay communism same thing fail communism is a corrupt system nobody was where the mobsters and the gangsters they did all the crime they had all the money and everybody was standing in line for toilet paper and if you didn't have no toilet paper i don't know what you was gonna do because we, we ain't gonna have none okay and we ain't got enough weed either so i don't know what you gonna do for food either and also our money is worthless so i don't know what you're gonna do for money either so i don't know you better figure it out and that's why so many and that's why russians are so resourceful and know so many scams and schemes about how to make money because that's they had to because that's the only way you could survive in the soviet union because if you weren't fucking in the government or you weren't a gangster and you weren't in the party fuck you 
So, Joe Biden came through, like I told y'all he would. A week ago, everybody said his campaign was dead in the water. And I was like, I don't know how y'all think his campaign is dead in the water because he didn't win Iowa. I expected Bernie to win Vermont. It's like I expected Liz to win her home state, even though she didn't. And it's like, the nigga, out of them two states, I think they said it was like 13 votes. Like, I actually, I should Google it, but I'm not. But it was some small number. And I was like, what are y'all talking about? And and y'all dumbass kids who threw a temper tantrum the last time talking about, well, we're going to we're gonna ask y'all to do what y'all asked us to do, which is vote against your principles. And it's like, bitch, we are, gonna, we are not the ones that are an issue. We are not the ones who will sit out and refuse to vote and throw a little fucking temper tantrum because our favorite candidate didn't win. Like... Do you know how many, do you know how many, t- all of our ancestors have had to vote for candidates that they were philosophically and morally opposed to? These motherfuckers been racist. These motherfuckers been segregationist. These motherfuckers been sexist. But you know what? They were just a little bit further, they got us just a little bit further where we needed to be than that guy. And the next one got us a little bit further where we needed to be than that guy. Progress is slow. Okay, it is slow. It is not you vote one president in in four years and if nothing happens, oh, nothing happens. That's how people get apathetic because they vote on these saviors and then when it doesn't work, nobody wants to participate in the political process. Look, change comes through people. It doesn't come through politicians. Politicians just follow the wave. Whatever's popular, that's what they go with, okay? Change is made by the people marching and the people protesting and the people running for office and the people writing the law and people going to work every day and the people that that the people saying you know what I'm not going to be in a closet anymore I'm going to be out you know what I'm transsexual I'm going to transition you know what I got alopecia I'm just going to wear my hair I'm not I'm not I'm not fucking wearing these wigs and trying to and trying to front and fake like I have hair cuz I don't that, that's who progress is made by it's the people we have to save ourselves it's not these fucking elected politicians okay and so change is slow. It happens a little bit at a time. And I'm just tired of you fucking 25, 35, however the fuck young ass old y'all are talking about, oh, there's no change and people feel hopeless. Like, you bitch, what are you talking about? You're so fucking disrespectful. Like, motherfucker, my daddy, when my daddy was born in 1943, schools were segregated, bitch. That motherfucker couldn't go to school with no white people if he could go to school at all. My dad said when he first came to Philadelphia, he was seven years old. He got embarrassed when he went to school the first day because he went with no shoes on, because in South Carolina you walk to school with no shoes on, and he didn't know that you, you're not supposed to go out with no shoes, and he was made, how he got out the house without no shoes, my grandma, I don't really know, but he was he was embarrassed by that, okay my mother went to a segregated school, because she was born before um, Brown vs. Board of Education, okay, my grandmother on my dad's side, cleaned people's houses and her mom before her, okay cleaned people's houses, and they all were educated, but Unless you wanted to be a teacher or a nurse and you only could work on black people, a lot of people that were educated and they went and got their education just so they wouldn't have to pick cotton in the fields or whatever so they could be considered educated enough for a white person to work in a white person's house. Oh, this is a good one, honey. Okay, oh, you can read. Oh, you can write too. Oh, you can add. Oh, yeah, sure. You can go clean my toilet. Sure. Okay? That's what, that's what their lives were like. So for you motherfuckers to be in 2020 from your fucking expensive iPhones and from your New York apartments and from your fancy media gigs and your fancy podcasts and your, and your fancy um shows and book deals and whatever the fuck else y'all got, tweeting the wild shit y'all tweet. Like, man. Like, it's just, it's just unreal. It's unreal. Now, personally, look. I've been wrong about a few things. I've been right about more. 
I don't think that this I don't think that this election um, with Trump is going to be close. Everybody's like, oh, Joe. I don't think I think he's I don't think it's going to be close at all. I think people are sick and tired of Trump. I think this coronavirus thing was the last fucking straw because you dumb motherfucker. The shit <coughs> I just saw. They are canceling all kind of conferences. They cancel South by Southwest. They cancel the cellar train. Because your stupid ass let this shit out of control and it didn't have to be. All you had to do was follow the experts. All you had to do was listen. All you had to do was stay the fuck out of it. Okay? And I think that's the last fucking straw. Because like I said, when Trump was elected, this is what I was worried about. This is the situation I was worried about. Or the Iran situation. Some dangerous shit that was going to acquire competence and intelligence and and was going to wipe us the fuck out because he was in charge. I wasn't necessarily really worried about the abort, all this other bullshit because it's like, yo, the history of America has been that. We beat that shit back once. We beat it back again. Like, you know, you try to, we not, we just not going, basically. You know, we not going. I'm not going, I'm, we not going back to segregated schools. People going to be getting abortions. People going to be gay. Like, we not going back in the closet. We just wasn't going. I don't know what was going to happen. But we just wasn't going to do it. But this was the shit, shit that we don't have control over that I was worried about. <coughs> Sorry. And so this coronavirus thing, I think that was the last straw. I think people's like, you know what, nigga? I was already tired of your ass, but now my fucking ca- uh, shit is getting canceled. My vacation is getting canceled. I might have to be quarantined. We might. People are dying from this shit because your dumb ass is a, is a fucking moron. Your stupid ass tweets, driving down the stock market, losing everybody money. Like, I don't think it's going to be close. We know, we know the election. Sorry, y'all. Goddamn. We know the Russians are interfering. We know they're trying to fuck it up. That's what I'm worried about. But as far as Joe being able to be, and again, if he if he makes Kamala his vice president, and I'm sorry, it has to be Kamala. It can't be Stacey Abrams. I love Stacey Abrams to death, but like you have to have just like same thing with Beto. Like it's it's listen, it's all about. People are really just looking for a return to decency. And people making fun of that. Oh, what is a return to decency? That's not a platform. That's not enough. It can't just be. It, it is. It's more than enough. It's more than enough when you have people being really hurt by these problems. And you sound like a, a self-indulgent, um, privileged asshole talking about, oh, anti-Trump is not enough. It's not enough for you because you are not the person that is feeling the brunt of these policies. You are not the person that's being hurt by this. So for you to sit from wherever the fuck safety you're at talking about, well, just being anti-Trump is not enough. It is enough. It's more than enough because this country has been torn to pieces. Our Constitution has been violated. Our Congress has stopped functioning in the way that it's supposed to. The executive is a joke. And the whole world is waiting on us. It is not just us. If we fall, everybody falls. Because we are the old, we are the democracy. We are the we are the West. We are the West. It's not Germany. It's not Europe. Yeah, they they when when shit happens, they don't say, oh, it's in Germany, oh, it's in the UK. No, it's us. Okay? The whole world is waiting for us to get our shit together. So not Trump is enough. It is more than enough. It is plenty. That's all we need. Because we just need to stop. Listen, if you guys would have fucking done what you were supposed to do, we'd be four years into Hillary Clinton now. The country would be in a way better position. We'd be on our way. She'd surely be reelected because everything would be running smooth. And then we could have had a Kamala or a black, you know, the younger person that we want to step in because Hillary would have not only studied it, she will have sent 
split us off and we will be able to push our agenda like we want to. But no, we can't ever do that because every four years here come these screaming left wing idiots fucking everything up. That's why things don't progress. That's why there's no change. It ain't because of us. It's because of y'all. Y'all the ones that keep throwing the wrench in the works. Y'all the ones that won't just let things go. Y'all the ones that won't let change be incremental. Y'all want everything right now or you're going to flip over the table. And that's why we're at a point now where our backs are against the wall. You know when the policy election was? The policy election was in 2016. Coming off of eight years of Barack Obama, hey, you like this? You like the way everything's running? Cool, we came off them Bush years. We're a fucking mess. We got Obama back in now. The economy is fixed. Everything is fixed. Okay, now we'll bring Hillary in, and she'll put the, she'll get us through the rest. We'll get her through eight, and we'll be well on our way. Then we'll be what? Um, 16 years of prosperity and good democratic policies and we'll be well on our way and then we can possibly experiment because now everybody's fat and happy and not scared to death and then maybe yeah we can get a fucking Elizabeth Warren in there Bernie Sanders never we can get an Elizabeth Warren in there or we can get a woman president in there I personally think there would be a woman president I don't think it'll be a white woman because white women do not vote for their own they do not support their own they are what they are the upholders of the patriarchy more than anybody like you can't have a system in place unless the victims, um, you know, agree with it a little bit. I think white women are very jealous. I think white women are very insecure. And they do not like strong, smart, intelligent women. Okay? They just don't. And you don't argue with me. Argue with statistics. Like 53% of them voted for Donald Trump. So you pick Donald Trump over Hillary Clinton. It's just... So I do think there will be a white, there will be a woman president. I don't think it will be a white woman. I think it could possibly be Kamala Harris if things go according to plan. Okay? Um, because black people, we, we, yeah, we, we suffer from sexism, misogyny and all that, but our culture is not one that, you know, the culture that we have that says misogyny is thing, that's because we get it from y'all. It comes from slavery and it comes from people being ignorant. It comes from people not, um, you know, being, being, having their culture ripped from them. But in Africa, it wasn't like that before the white man came. Women were not dis, uh, disrespected and, and, you know, there's his. Uh, stories all through history about African queens and African empresses and African women, female warriors. Like, that was not our culture. It was when we came here and y'all threw the white Jesus and the patriarchy and the white God and all of that that we got into all that shit. But anyway, I do think there'll be a woman president. I don't think it'll be a white woman because white people don't let their women be in charge. And white women are very intimidated by um, capable, competent white women because it puts the lie to, you know, the patriarchy. And then, like, what are you going to do? Patriarchy puts white women on a pedestal. It makes them above them. It makes them better than. It makes them the standard. And if you take that away, then these bitches are going to have to fucking be out here hustling like everybody else. And, and they ain't built for it. Okay? Um, yeah. So, I told you so. I told you. And, and and anybody who had any common sense whatsoever saw this coming. Okay? Biden's going to win a denomination. And I think... If, if Biden, uh, Joe Biden is, is a smart guy. He's been in politics a long time. And I think he knows that he has to appoint somebody, uh, probably a woman and somebody of color. I think he knows that. Anybody, he's not going to appoint Elizabeth Warren because that doesn't get you anything. Because again, Elizabeth Warren is not as popular as her fucking supporters believe. She just was not, okay? If she was that popular, then she would still be in the race. She's not. She just, her appeal is not as broad as you all, as you all seem to think she didn't even want her own state okay came in third actually which is like crazy to me but because her appeal is not that great you can't chalk that all up to misogyny Hillary won that state easy 
Mm. Okay. So, that's it. I mean, that's all, that's all I got to say on that. Um, you know, I told y'all so. Because I did. Um, Alright. Checked all that off. So, um, a few, well, not a few. I got one. I'm not sure if I mentioned this to, to y'all before. And it's actually almost over. So, if you want to binge watch it, you can. But The Outsider on HBO, hot fire. It is so good. A Stephen King adaptation, one of the better ones I've ever seen. I'm so glad that they stopped putting Stephen King on network TV because he is not made for PG-13. It's on HBO. It has Cynthia Erivo and a bunch of other white people in it. But it's really it is outstanding. So um, I highly recommend it if you want to watch it. Um, yeah, I, I got... Um, Genghis Kicks, I'm going to put them up there. It's nothing big. It's the um, Ablo 5s, and it's the Pine Greens, and them Jordans, that UNC. I've never liked UNC um, Jordan apparel. I've just, only ones I did like were the 10s, the dark blue. I'm just not a fan of, I know that that's a, um, you know, iconic color. I'm just not a fan of that colorway, but those Jordans dropped. Um, the LeBron Fair, Fairfax 7s dropped, so I'll put a couple up. It, it, it's some Genghis Kicks this week. Um. Yeah, but sorry for the delay. I had a networking event that was really actually good on um, Wednesday. And I told y'all that's going to happen from time to time. I'm trying to do my thing. Um, wish me luck. Um, okay, so um, thanks for listening and thanks for asking. And uh, sorry for the call. See y'all next week. Peace.